This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show, the best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers, Mike Van Deese joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, it's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Hey, happy Monday. I hope you had a great weekend. The Jason Walker Show, Major Mortgage Man Cave. We are presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana Law says it's your vehicle. It's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Big show coming up today. Your Auto Concepts Performance of the Week. Had some good ones over the weekend in uh, the playoffs, both volleyball and football. Also going to chat with Flint Rasmussen, a great friend of the show, as we get ready for the PBR World Finals getting underway this Thursday down in Arlington, Texas. So a lot of that coming up. Uh, so we'll talk to that. So Jordy Hansen um, probably will be with us tomorrow. You can watch on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, at least for now. You can uh, also go to jasonwalkershow.com to listen on Podbean and Network One Sports. And you can email jason at jasonwalkershow.com. Tweet us, Facebook us anytime you want. As uh, It's just this weekend. Stayed off social media a lot, except for Friday night and really Saturday a little bit. Mostly Friday night, though, just looking for scores. And there were some great, great football games. There were some not good scores, though. Um, congratulations to all the winners. You know, Double A, really the best game of the weekend, came down to Saturday when Senior beat Glacier on a uh, overtime field goal. Um, West rolled Capital forty-nine to seven. Uh, Helena High got beat 35-28 at home to Bozeman, so a good game Friday night. And then uh, Sentinel hammered Great Falls High. I think it was 49-14 or 42-14. First points that Sentinel given up, though, in like a month. Some good games on the Class uh, A, Volleyball, Class B as well. Uh, divisionals, uh, divisionals going on, but uh, the Class A, we have our state championship set for football as well as in uh, six-man, or rather in, uh, yeah, in six-man. Eight-man heading to the semifinals, as are the Bs and the double A's. But good stuff. You know, it's funny, though, all week watching, really all weekend, um, and all week, but watching people who complained and, and whined and bitched and moaned about Houston Astros cheating or Boston Red Sox cheating or, New England Patriots over the last 20 years, really in games that mean nothing. Sports means nothing. It's just an, it's an entertainment for us. 
But those same people who complained about the Astros, i.e. Dodger fans, or the Red Sox, such as Dodger fans, but they're more than okay with cheating in an election, which affects all of us, which is crazy. Where's your, where's your, <laughs> where's your loyalties? Where's your just integrity? Uh, all right, let's get to our COVID update. 427 cases reported today. That gives us 40,053 confirmed since March. 457 total deaths. 470 currently in the hospital. Active cases, 15,771. 23,825 have recovered. 3,680 cases in Yellowstone County. 1827 in Cascade. 1457 Missoula, 1449 Gallatin, 1139 in Lewis and Clark, which saw the second most cases reported today with 66, and 1072 up in the Flathead. I think there's five, four or five state uh, counties in the state right now that don't have the mask mandate because they don't have four or more cases. I think it's five total uh, counties. Speaking of COVID and how it affects sports, um, I saw this story. Bill Spelt wrote it from uh, 406mtsports.com uh, from the Missoulian. And it involves the uh, Missoula Junior Bruins, the hockey team. Plays in the same division as Helena, um, Great Falls, and others. Butte. So we've kind of talked about the Missoula County health department, really for a few months now, and how they just, there's ever since baseball season, like there's no, they don't have a clue. So the junior Bruins were told by the city county health department in Missoula that they cannot hold home games because of local COVID-19 guidelines. And as Bill Spelch writes, uh, quote, that would be easier to take if the rules were applied uniformly to all Missoula County athletic programs. They are not, end quote. So the health department has told the junior Bruins that they're allowed a maximum of 25 individuals in Glacier Ice Rink, including team members. So in other words, you basically get one team. So you'd have to have your team and your opponent Right? Seems legit. Uh, high school sports in Missoula, 80 fans allowed for a varsity match, over 400 for a football game. But your junior hockey program cannot have home games. As co-owner Jason DiMatteo told the Missoulian, Quote, they say high school sports are allowed. Well, these kids, 10 of the players on our team are high school students, end quote. Why, why is hockey being singled out here? It's just like baseball a little bit. Remember when the Missoula Mavs were hosting a tournament and somebody freaked out and then the health department shut the whole tournament down? Remember that? Yeah. So... They're not allowed to have fans in the stands, but then the maximum in the ice rink is 25. Um, you can't do that and play a hockey game. 
You just can't. It's it's impossible. Uh, so far, this doesn't affect. So what they're doing in Missoula, the Junior Bruins have had to play home games on the road. Um, such as just recently, they played a home game at Butte because they can't play at home. And some of their kids had to miss the game because they're in high school. They can't miss school. Well, I mean, they could, but they're not going to. So they're, uh, what, 6-2 and two on the year. They played at Cody over the weekend, but this is this is a this is a just a shame. And you feel for these kids. The city county health department in Missoula has had no concrete. Hey, let's keep this uniform all season, and it goes back to the baseball. So they essentially screwed the Mavericks. And they essentially screwed the ice, uh, the junior Bruins ice hockey team. As long as you get to have your your football games, look, I love high school football, but there's got to be some uniformity here, folks. We got to have something across the board in this state, especially the double A schools, the the double A cities. So Kalispell, Billings, Missoula, Bozeman, Helena. Okay, the health departments in these cities have to come together and say, look, it's either this or this. We can't have it up and down. And it can't be in and out for uh, different sports either. You've got to have the same. In the big cities in Montana, can we just, I mean, what, can we have seven? Can we have seven or whatever it is health departments get together and just say, look, in Billings, Missoula, Bozeman, Helena, Kalispell, Great Falls, and Butte. Yeah, that's seven. Our seven biggest cities. Across the board, here's how it's going to be. And work with MHSA. Work with the ice teams, hockey teams. And let's figure this out. You can't say no to baseball, but yes to football, but then no to hockey. You, you just you can't. I know they're doing it. But it's wrong on so many levels. So we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, let's get to your auto contest performance of the week nominees. Isaiah Clanch, seven touchdown passes, three to Taco Dollar for West as they beat Capital. Uh, Jackson Berkeley, 22-yard field goal in overtime. The game winner, essentially, as senior defeated Glacier. Glacier missed a 28-yard field goal to tie in overtime. Uh, Eli Abbey scored uh, the winning touchdown with about eight minutes to go. Laurel's headed to the championship. They beat Hamilton 28-21. Uh, Abbey, uh, 9 of 17 passing, 165 yards and a touchdown. Ten carries, 48 yards, and two more scores. In Class B, Loden Idler, a score, also returned a fumble six yards for another. And Glasgow blanked Columbus 46-0. Levi Posey. Ran for a touchdown, caught another. Florence got past Townsend 28-7. Caden Holgate, four touchdown passes, two rushing. Manhattan beat Malta 50 to zip. Fifth shutout of the year for the Tigers. My Manhattan Tigers. Uh, Miguel Perez, four touchdowns. Fairfield, down to Whitehall, 40-13. William Uri, 
Three touchdown passes, ran for another, also returned a kickoff for a score. Jace Thompson had three touchdowns, Fort Benton 42, or 64 to 14 win over Joliet. Preston Medich, four scores, Cade Cutler threw for two, ran for, uh, ran, ran for two, threw for another. Drummond Phillipsburg knocks off the defending state champs for, uh, Fairview 48 6. Uh, and six man, Mason Detham ran for four touchdowns, threw for a fifth, Freud Lake. Beat Big Sandy, 42-26. Sam Davis, 130 yards passing and five touchdowns. White Sulphur just pounded Shields Valley, 54-13, to move into the title. Elizabeth Heiser, double-double, 22 kills, 10 digs. Helena, a sweep senior to stay alive in the state volleyball tournament. Uh, the Barches, again, good for capital. Page had 14 kills, 12 12 aces? Is that right? The Capital, 69 straight wins now. They beat Bozeman. Anna Linsa, 17 kills. CMR will host Helena tomorrow in the semifinals. Rustlers got by Glacier. Billings West reached the semis. They'll play Capital. Uh, 24 kills and 14 digs for West Junior Caitlin Grossman. That's pretty good. We'll give uh, your auto contest performance of the week a little bit later. But when we return, we're going to talk PBR, bull riding, at its best world finals this week in Texas. Flint Rasmussen joins us next, coming up. Jason Walker Show. We are presented by Capital Collision Center. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then Give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the major mortgage team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major mortgage is a division of AMCAP mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Fall is officially here, and now is the perfect time to get your rig tuned up before the big hunt. That means a lift kit from Auto Concepts. An Auto Concepts lift kit will help take you places only the animals can go. And when you do get that big one, make sure you have help to get a home with a winch to pull it out. Or maybe you'll be a good friend and help pull someone out of the snowbank. 
Check out AutoConceptsHelena.com for more ideas. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Storewide savings is what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. Inside the major mortgage man cave here, Auto Concepts Performance of the Week coming up. You can still uh, get your nominations in as well. Jason at jasonwalkershow.com. You can tweet us, Facebook us for now. We're working on a couple of other avenues to air this show, so maybe we're not relying on uh, big tech. You know what I'm saying? All right, we're going to get right to our guest on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. He is the entertainer for the PBR. He is uh, Flint Rasmussen, uh, Rasmussen, great friend of the show. How are you, sir? Big tech. Don't depend on big tech. I, I know <laughs> what it means when a host of the show says a friend of the show. Because I use that. I used it when I had a radio show. So I appreciate that. It's good to be a friend of the show. And uh, all is well uh, currently in Billings where it's chilly, feels like December. I I went, I should tell you this, because I just, have you ever noticed when I'm on your show, I just start talking? Yeah, no, and, this, and it becomes the Flint Rasmussen show. It's almost outside the barrel part due. That, that's right, that's right. <laughs> I just went to, um, well, they're not a sponsor of your show, so I'm not going to say what store it is, but it rhymes with Posco. Um, okay. <laughs> I haven't been, been in that large warehouse store since the mask mandate, just in months and months. So I went in, and there's Christmas decorations. It's mm. 24 degrees outside. I felt like I should be Christmas shopping. I almost did buy the girls a couple things, but anyway. Uh, now, with Christmas, are you a are you a quantity or quality guy with the kids? Uh, I will say this. Christmas forever has been my jam. I mean, love Christmas. And yes, we spoiled our girls when they were small. Christmas, Christmas was a big deal to me. Quality, quality, whatever. Mm. I, I mean, Santa Claus, 
comes to the Rasmussen house. And Santa Claus puts stuff out like the ultimate. I learned that as a kid from Santa Claus, mm. if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And I will be, this is the somber moment of the show. You ready? Cause yeah. I, because I'm always completely honest with you. Since my family unit is different than it used to be and my marriage ended and I haven't been with my girls on Christmas Day for a long time, it almost, it, Christmas now is a painful part of my year. How's that? So anyway, but I, I you know, yeah. So anyway. Well, I have two um, kids that have to split yeah. between their mom or me and every year and then and then it was now they're both in, you know, they're adults, so they don't have to do the split. So now it's, well, who are they going to choose this year? Yeah. Yeah, and that's all. My kids are old enough that it was never a, a parenting agreement. And you know what? Um, two girls, uh, if they'd like to be with their mom or their mom would like them with her on Christmas, that that is okay. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, I'll uh, – so anyway <laughs> – Wow. I don't know uh, how do to segue a, from that. I, I now a segue. I don't know. Uh, I fly to the Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport tomorrow. Leave Billings tomorrow at 7.30 a.m. Headed to PBR World Finals for the week. An, uh, an interesting year for us as well. It is. Not in, I, I instantly call it Vegas. I do. My mom even the other day said, hey, when do you leave for Vegas? <laughs> and I said, well, I'm not going to. Oh, I know. But I think it goes to show... Uh, I think you and I maybe talked about this. I can't remember. PBR finals, especially NFR, people just call it Vegas because it's synonymous. I recently recorded a podcast, which my podcast, according to Flint, of course, but it'll come out right before the NFR with Joe Beaver. Mm. And the Thomas and Mack in the NFR world is the house that Joe built because he came in and made such a difference. And, we talked about it's just synonymous and anyone I I've seen a lot of people social media saying PBR finals, NFR. Oh good. They got from tired of Vegas. It's in Texas where it should be. Oh. Now it'll probably stay in Texas. You know who says that Jason, you know, who says that people who have never been to those events in Vegas, right. it it's Vegas. It's not, it doesn't belong to Texas. We are very thankful to Texas for having us and hosting us. Don't get me wrong, but it's Vegas. It is. It's the the PBR finals and the national finals. It's Vegas. That's it. Like, it's not like you just said. And I haven't even been to either one, and I still know that it's in Vegas. Yeah, and and if anyone – I mean, a guy stopped at my mom's to stick something at her house the other day, and he said something about – well, I see they must have finally tired, got tired of Vegas and hit, put the NFR back in Texas where it's supposed to be. Like, do you ever read the news? Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> there are a lot of people I don't think have ever looked at social media, the news, or a newspaper in our, I almost said our state, but our country. But, um, yeah, the, uh, and you, I know you have had our CEO, Sean Gleason, on, and you know. A lot of it has to do with the, the governor of Nevada. What barely looked at our proposal and protocols that we laid down, and so we were forced. We don't. We, we had a legal contract in Vegas, and we waited and waited, and that's our home. Yeah. And we were forced to leave, not by the city of Vegas, but more the governor of Nevada. So, 
Well, it's sad, but uh, AT&T Stadium coming up this week. And uh, don't look for all of us to be out on the town having a ball. We're already under real heavy restrictions. Uh, we're finding out before we even get there. So how so, many times have you been tested now? I think the last time we talked to you were 13. Yeah, I'm about – I tested uh, – just so you know, I tested last Monday. And I think that was 20. Okay, and we tested last Monday. Now I'm leaving tomorrow and I will get tested when I arrive there. So the, the reason we tested last Monday, if I would have tested positive last Monday, well, that's a positive test. So the quarantine is, it's a 10 day thing. So we could, I could have gotten back for world finals, uh, you know, by testing tomorrow. So that, that we're really tracing all of us to make sure we're all healthy. So now I test tomorrow. Is my biggest nightmare in the world to arrive in Dallas tomorrow and test positive? Uh-huh. I mean, I, I am very concerned. I have not one symptom. I haven't put myself in any situations. But how do you know how many people have said that and tested positive and have no symptoms? I mean, makes no sense. So... Tomorrow I get there, I will test negative. Then I test again Thursday and test again Saturday. So we are testing throughout the week of World Finals as well. Which so, is good. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, the PBR, that, that's, that's our organization. That's Sean Gleason saying, we're going to do this. It isn't just going through the motion. I mean, my, my thought, and I said it out loud, was, hey, we're testing Tuesday. I understand that. We're not going, we don't have an event. Well, we kind of do. After this, just get us through the week. Well, that's really the wrong answer. Uh, the answer is to keep everybody safe and healthy and the crowd and the people who come and go. Um, the bullfighters and me, our brotherhood is we all share a locker room. We all, uh, they're going to have us all separated because come Thursday, if Frank Newsom were to test, test positive, well, we have all shared a locker room with him. We got to go too. So we're really there. There's an obstacle around every corner, and I've said that since April. And our organization has learned how to maneuver and navigate through those obstacles the correct way, and that's what people have to understand. It's not a case of throw a mask on, everybody will be fine. We truly are taking care of everyone. We, as to my knowledge, we have had no. As far as last week, no riders test positive. So we'll see when we get there tomorrow. Um, I don't know, think I'm, know if I'm supposed to say anything. We did have one of the guys I work with test positive, which is sad. So anyway, it's going to look at, we have the PBR World Finals coming up, and that's all we're talking about. <laughs> you're the one doing it. You're the one. I'm talking okay. about it. Yeah. No, you're talking. No, yeah. And that's fine because people want to know, Flint, because we have to know this type of stuff because – you guys started sports back in this country in April after the shutdown, and you guys had a plan. The PBR made it work. You were able to get to certain cities. You were able to have fans, and granted, it's not sellouts, but you guys did it the right way and gave every other sport in this country, on the professional level at least, a blueprint for how to get it done and how to get it done the right way, and you've made it now to your world finals which a lot of people didn't know if we were even going to have this year. That's right. We are the one sport who has completed a full season 
and will crown a legitimate full-fledged world champion. The one, I think uh, Sean Gleason told me 13 or 15 other organizations, pro sports leagues, contacted the PBR to see how we did. That's never publicized. It won't go mainstream sports because we're bull riders, Mm -hmm. cowboys. But that's a fact. You bring up that, and I appreciate you saying that because it's been a lot of work. And through all of this, while we're still touring to 35% crowds or whatever it is, I get a lot of, oh, man, I'll bet you can't wait to go to such and such. I'll bet it's been fun. Uh, it's been fun working, but that's kind of the only fun. It's not like it's it's a free-for-all when we get there and do whatever we want. Um, it is different. Yeah, and I'm – you know this by talking to me. I'm really freaking tired of it. Yeah. I hate it. I, uh, I am glad to be working, but part of my job is going up in the crowd, giving that fan of the night buckle away, running up there and shaking a kid's hand. And, and I can't do any of that. I can't break that barrier of the fence and go into the fans. That's part of the deal, along with lots of other things, uh, autograph signings. Uh, all of that is gone. And so whatever is going on in the world and that we can do it normally within the next five months or something, that'll be great. But, I, to, I told your boss last week, he was on, Sean Gleason was on on, uh, on uh, Thursday show, and I said, here's the great thing. What do you guys wrap up Sunday, right? That's the final? Do. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll know a legitimate winner on Sunday. We There won't be any recounts. There won't be yeah. any lawsuits. There won't be any fraud. We'll <laughs> I'll tell you what. A lot of our passionate, listen, PBR fans can be a different breed, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you never know if, if the right guy in their mind doesn't win, it's fraud by the PBR, by the officials, by the wilderness. Yeah, you never know. You just, you just don't know. So we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I, well yeah. answer this. Who would win in a PBR event, Biden or Trump? <laughs> really? Sean <laughs> <laughs> Gleason yeah. said the ball, but. <laughs> yeah, we, that's right. I'll we, choose. The one thing I've learned in my job, even on my own Facebook Live, I never talk flat out politics or say a name. I think people probably know my politics. I am not a cheerleader for any candidate. Um, But I think overall, you know, as well as I, you're talking about, for the most part, rural America, a lot. We have a lot of great fans from big cities, but those fans have, have, migrated to PBR and rodeo a little bit because of the stance uh, uh, for patriotism and that lifestyle. So I, I think that's a, that's a good way to put it, isn't it? Yeah, um, no, it's, that's great. It's politically correct. Yeah, yeah thank you. Um, but, you know, I used to say on my Facebook Lives, if, your name, if you're from Montana and your name is Steve, please never run for public office again, ever. <laughs> I never want to see... A, a political commercial with the name Steve in it. Uh, That's all. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it was it was ridiculous this year. All the politics, oh. the campaigning, the election, and I honestly have been just shocked in the last week how many people have time to just sit and make Facebook posts and every little. I just want everybody to know. I've seen every little stupid meme and joke about election results, and guess what? I got up this morning and my day pretty much went. 
how it would have either way, except the stock market was way up. So that was good. Well, so. there's supposed to be a vaccine. Um, yeah, and there was a great jobs report yesterday as well. Yeah, there was. There was a really great jobs report, a vaccine possible. All of that, whoever is in office, is all positive. So you didn't um, like my meme I sent you last week about sitting in the ER because the Dyson ball cleaner is a misleading product name? <laughs> that, oh, completely. I really like that because I, too, have used the Dyson ball cleaner. So, <laughs> yes, I'm with you. <laughs> uh, it's like a new uh, version of manscaping, I guess. Um, it is, uh, which I am a proud owner of the Lawnmower 3.0. As am I. So I actually have three of them because they used to be a sponsor of my show. Well, they did. I, yeah. need to, uh, uh, I need to get I, them back I, on. Yeah, you do. I do, too. Um, I, I want to talk some bull riding, but I do want you to know the last two weeks I've watched two eight-man football playoffs. Uh, both weeks I've watched the Shelby Coyotes play. I was at the 87-68 to 68 Shelby Park City eight-man football game. I was there in person because uh, the basketball coach at Shelby, Tom Reynolds, is one of my best friends in the world. We were in each other's weddings, and his son, Rhett, uh, possibly the best basketball player in Montana, just a junior, uh, six nine. Uh, so I've been following the Shelby Coyotes. I've been Rhett puts me on the list that I'm one of those people that can get in the game. Wow! And it has been a blast. It's just been really great this week. The semifinals in eight man, and I'm looking forward to that. It's some really great teams and great athletes wow. out there. But Rhett, he six nine man and playing football has scored three touchdowns the last two weeks. Great hands, good speed. There you go. Throwing it out there for you. Well, I guess I'll just we'll just do this real quick before we talk bull riding. Then I'll give away my auto contest performance of the week. Um, oh. Cameron Bruzvin, seven touchdowns, eighty-seven sixty-eight win. Uh, Taylor Parsons threw for three, and uh, Shelby was actually down thirty-four thirty-three at the half. But Bruzvin's scoring runs almost two hundred yards alone combined. And what did he have a rushing total? It didn't say him. It has the whole team, uh, 625 total yards, 414 on the ground. Park City had 525 yards offense. Unreal. Athlete. We, uh, Shelby has a little kid, that number one. His number is one that stands out. That was my number. Tab, I think Correa is his last name, Tab Correa, and had a couple kickoff and punt returns for touchdowns. It was crazy. It was, I joked at the quarter, first quarter, it was 21 to 20. And I joked, well, it looks like it's going to be 84 to 80. You know, I yelled, and oh, yeah, I, yeah. ha ha. Yeah. Uh, lo and behold. So Park City had some great athletes as well. Um, but the Bruiswin kid whose, whose brother, you know, a couple of, a few years ago in ele- their last year in 11 man, he, his brother won them three games with last second field goals. Mm. He's now playing and kicking at Rocky Mountain College and he really, uh, Cam, the kid that's a senior now, really great kicker as well. So, mm. man, we, look at us analyzing football, too. I know they, this it's is impressive. Great. Now, they go to Scobie this week, and they're going to get a taste of Eastern Montana football. That should be a good game. And then the other one is Drummond Fort Benton, Ooh, I believe. Yes. I'll tell you, how do you choose those games? Well, For the people listening out there that are double-A fans and I understand that. I'm a football guy, and you know that. Mm. But there is some really fun stuff to watch uh, in those Class C, those eight and six men. You you won't see – I mean, the athleticism rivals 
anywhere. I mean, you heard the Rhett, Rhett Reynolds is six nine, about one ninety five right now, and he's get, he's been contacted by major colleges mm. along the West Coast, everywhere for basketball, and he's just a junior. So it, it's fun. Uh, the great kids too. You so and him. If I stood on your shoulders, we wouldn't be six nine. No, I, I, <laughs> I posted a picture of he and I the last. I saw that. Weeks. That was funny. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's interesting. So that's anyway, our auto right? contest performance of the week is that whole game because it was, uh, yeah, Tabris Korea. Um, you also have Garrett Zindars for Park City, Jacob Gauthier, uh, Tucker Johnstone. So it was a Those great, good great, great game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, fun so time. That's our performance of the week is that game. So uh, I'm glad you brought like it up. Segue for you. I like there that. Yeah. See, it's almost like we've talked to each other before and know <laughs> – how this flows. Uh, so Montana almost Flint had three bull riders at the finals, and they would have had Matt Triplett not to have, uh, unfortunately, have to have surgery. But Jake uh, or Jess is there, and uh, Dakota Lewis qualified as well. The riding sensation from the Blackfeet Nation. That's right. That's right. Uh, you're right. Uh, Matt Triplett had a really good year until he got hurt. I think it was Salt Lake City, August, uh, end of the summer, which is too bad because Matt Triplett is one of those guys that, at a place like the World Finals, he can get rolling. He's fundamentally, when he gets rolling, riding bulls the right way, he's as fundamentally sound as any bull rider you'll see, especially with bulls, what we say, away from your hand. Mm-hmm. They spin the way, you know, if you're right-handed, they spin left. It's just really good. Um, Jess Lockwood, I've said it on your show before, we in Montana have a tendency to want to humble each other, uh, not give the credit maybe where it's due all the time. People in Montana have no idea how great of a bull rider Jess Lockwood is. And that all goes back to being a great athlete, knowing how to train physically and mentally. He has been, he was out, of course, for a lot of the year with a torn hamstring, had surgery. Then he hurt his shoulder a few weeks ago, sat out the rest of the regular season to try and make a run here. Can he win the world title? Eh, probably not, but he can dang sure win 350, 400,000 this week at the world finals. So uh, Lockwood's so good. Dakota Lewis, I want him to make another step. Like I think Dakota Lewis is one of the great bull riders in Montana on 87 point bulls. What he needs to do now is when one jumps out there, turns back away from his hand to be 90 points, that's bull rider lingo, but that's true. He needs to ride those ones because for four days, usually we're five days in Vegas, for four days in Arlington, those are the only bulls that are going to be there, is the ones that you got to step up and be able to ride. So Dakota got in, um, you know, there were some injuries, and he stepped up. So I'm really, 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 really glad that Dakota Lewis is there. Uh, he's from Browning. He's His parents are cool. His brother's a good bull rider. His his sister's a cowgirl. Uh, he's just a, a great kid. And so that'd be nice if some Montana kids would win some cash, for sure. Well, I mean, we've seen Jess win a lot of money a couple of times down there. Um, well, not in Texas, but at the finals. See, you got me doing it now. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Um, but, and it's so cool to see these guys, but when you talk about Dakota and the 87-point rides, what is, what is that next step he has to take? How does he take that next step to get the 90-point you know, consistent? Uh, 
Yeah, and and that definitely is not a slam on Dakota. That's just what I want him to do. Right. Because the PBR is full of guys that you got to ride the 89, 90 pointers, and there's very few guys that can do it. I mean, Jose Vitor Leme, Jeff Lockwood, uh, Cooper Davis, Cody Teal does it once in a while, Joao Ricardo Vieta. The, the guys that do it are the names that everybody that's a PBR fan knows. He's got to do it. I mean, physically is one thing, but um, uh, you you compete from the – I want somebody to tell you, you compete from the, the neck down, but you win from the neck up. Ooh, that sounds so, like a Donnie Gay talk. That's a that's cool right there, isn't it? Right. Maybe on a t-shirt. Um, <laughs> and I think the Dakota, that's a lot of it. But there's also those things, and I will say, this year that he's been on the main tour more, I've seen him do more and more of those things from the neck down that he wasn't doing before. Um, for honest, I mean, but the harsh truth, maybe people don't like me saying this, but to make it to the circuit finals in Montana and win Montana pro rodeos. Hey man, you can be 85 points every time you're going to win a lot of money, but if you're 85 points at the PBR, you're not going to win as much money. Right. <laughs> you got to be 89 or 90 at times. So I, I think Dakota needs to do the things physically and fundamentally, the fundamentals of bull riding have never changed. They've always been the same and there's not that many of those fundamentals, but to win big, then it's the emotional mental part of it. And he's figuring it out and he will, I, not everybody does. So it's hard for me to say, Hey, he will, but he's figured out a lot of things. That's why he's at the world finals for the first time. So let me ask uh, you. Be, oh, go no, ahead. Okay, yeah. No, go ahead. Well, I was going to say it would be much like when it was a thrill and did my heart good when Dustin bird, from Browning, mm. Cutbank Browning made it to the NFR for the first time, right. and everybody rallies behind him up on in that part of the country on the the Blackfeet Nation. Same with Dakota Lewis. It would be great for Browning, Montana, especially right now. Play. You bet. You that's, damn right. That's it. a great way to put. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's right. Let's talk about Jose because he's number one. What's the okay? Mm-hmm. Before we talk about him, what's the best year you've ever seen individually on the PBR? Well, I think statistically he's having it. The, his riding percentage is as high as anybody. It dropped off the last couple of weeks, and he went to Sioux Falls this past weekend to the Velocity Tour Finals. And for people who don't know, that's the lower-level tour. But he qualified, and he didn't ride a bull. Yeah, I think he was 0 for 3 or 0 for 2, whatever. But his riding percentage is around 70% this year, which is unheard of. Uh, best year I ever saw. Now, I can't necessarily say statistically, because statistically, I think a lost world champion years ago, Cody Hart. That's J.W. Hart's brother. And he was a world champion and was the world champion, had it won before he even got to the world final. And we forget about him because he kind of just went away. And so statistically, I think he kind of has that distinction. But in my mind, to me, bull riding has to pass the eye test. And this year, and watching Jose Vitor Leme, uh, there were big moments by him last year as well, Jeff Lockwood last year. I've always said Justin McBride's my guy. I mean, there's always that debate, who's the best bull rider you ever saw right. in your career? In my career, 
in person, it was Justin McBride. And he just had those moments. He knew when to step up. I, I uh, This isn't meant to be a plug. I have another podcast coming out Thursday, according to Flint, and it's Justin McBride. And he says, they got away with doing crummy stuff like Cowboys do back then because there wasn't all the social media. And phones oh, right. And, you know, him and Ross Coleman and Luke Snyder and J.W. Hart, that, that group, they, I'd get up and go to the airport at 5.30 in the morning. They'd still be sitting in the lobby of the hotel with beer and a guitar. <laughs> and everybody thinks guys are better off now. But in a sense, and Justin says this, Everything they were doing always came back to riding bulls. Everything they talked about, everything they did came back to winning and riding bulls. And Justin McBride was the best I ever saw. And just his, that's just the way he did stuff. And so he's my favorite too, because he's such a good friend and would do anything for anybody. Right. And right. now I think the two best commentators, analysts, color commentators, whatever you want to call them, in Western sports are Joe Beaver at the NFR and Justin McBride at the PBR. There you go. I would agree with that because I love listening to Beave down there. I got to interview yep. him um, three, four years ago up here, five years ago maybe at, at the, oh. the Stampede. And sure. my, my buddy said, when was the last time you talked to um, eight-time world champion Beaver? Which, see, that's twice yeah. now you just let it go. Gosh. Twice I, today. Twice today I've come up with yeah, good I'm, ones. I'm leaving it and <sighs> just letting you. Yeah. Okay. You, so you 60, 66% yeah. ride percentage, 17 wins, yeah. 93 outs, 61 rides. That's um, that's really good. That's Jose Vitor Lemme right now. It's, yeah. Like nobody, nobody is within 20 of his rides. No. Uh, now, all of a sudden, uh, Joao Ricardo Vieta is really close to it. He's at 34. And then... Can, but you got to look at world points. It's sort of like time of possession in a football game. <laughs> what matters at the end is who just, you know, right. comes out the world champion. But that's why Leme's out in the lead. It's his to lose. What has to happen is, like, somebody like Vieta needs to get on a roll and Leme do nothing. You know, it's that, that whole scenario. Right. We'll see. I don't know. He's bucked off a few in the last few weeks. That's why his riding percentage now is below 70%. So, I don't know. Uh, and, hell, and then there's spoilers. Like, J.B. Mooney's down around number 30 in the world, but looks as good as he ever has, feels better than he has in 10 years. He can come up and screw it up for everybody else. You don't think, talk about guys that know how to win, all of a sudden the game looks like an NFL quarterback. Bull riding is the same. The game slowed back down for J.B. Mooney after all his injuries. So the game is slowed back down, and in his mind he can beat anybody. That's a bad, bad combination well, yeah. for everyone else. The other guy who is, great, is great, as great as anybody in the world, when he decides he's – in the mood to win at the time is Cooper Davis, who was a world champion as well. I think in 2016, uh, that's there's some guys right now. That's the one thing about really the biggest thing about world finals that I'm looking forward to is seeing 
who's going to mess it up for everybody else? Who's going to be the story? Because because we're dang sure not going to get to go to any parties. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's no question uh, about that. So um, just uh, people should know. I am, I'm a bull riding fan, and I'm a fan of the guys that we tour with. It's not like rodeo where you go out and you're going to rodeos and you might see guys you might not. We're on we're on like a concert tour, and we're all in the band. Mm-hmm. And and I just look forward to every week seeing who's going to do something. And I can't wait to see what what Jess Lockwood and JB Mooney and and Cooper Davis and all those guys have up their sleeve. Ryan Dirt Eater has decided to end his career, and he got into the PBR final. So what's he going to do? He has won that event before. Um, there's just lots of things. It, it's a lot of fun, and and with everything going on in the world, I've talked to you about it all sucks. But what it comes down to is a great event, and I'm a fan of it, and I'm looking forward to it. You know, there's one guy that you haven't mentioned at all, and that is the yeah. New York boy, Dale and Swearingen. Oh, well, I don't. I refuse because my daughter has a crush on him. Which one? Shelby. Oh, okay. Oh, I shouldn't say it's a It's a joking. Oh, no, sure. Okay, I'll call Shelby out right now. Dale Swearingen <laughs> is 20. One. Two, 21, 21, 22. Yeah. And when you go to the national high school rodeo finals, mm. the one thing I really, really love about the high school finals when my girls were there, you see kids from West Virginia and Pennsylvania and Ohio, they don't have a chance, but they're there. And that's what rodeo does. Those kids traveled to Rock Springs, Wyoming, thinking it looked like Jackson Hole and it didn't. And they were very disappointed. But, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. And, and, uh, but I remember there was kids from New York there all the time and they were okay. And I remember one year on there, one year that Shelby qualified. Here's this Swearingen kid. And there was more than one. And I'm like, I told everybody, guys, this Swearingen kid from upstate New York, he's a stud. Like, and he won the national high school bareback riding championship from New York. (laughs) And he still rides some bareback horses once in a while, but, he is the nicest kid, soft-spoken, bright, um, and he's top five in the world. But the only issue with Dalen Swearingen, he has to have surgery right after mm. he's not healthy, and that scares me for him. So we'll see what happens. But, oh, yeah, he's he's got a twinkle in his eye that, yeah. Shelby likes. I know, I know. I don't like to embarrass her, but. Oh, we, well, <laughs> yeah. yeah hey, no. By the way, I should mention. Here's two others that I haven't talked about. Shelby and Paige are flying to Arlington and singing the national anthem Whoa. together Friday night in ATC. Shut the front door. That is awesome. Yeah. Yep. Well, so, I had them both excited. on um, yep. after the Billings PBR, and it was yeah. it was during the college season, which was which was great. Um, mm-hmm. They were both fantastic, but their answers. Paige was trying to be because I asked who's the best singer in the family, and she tried to be diplomatic. Know. And then <laughs> she's like, and I'm just like, just she goes, I can't say myself. Yes, you can. I know I heard her. She wouldn't say herself. <laughs> I think didn't she say I was? Yes, that yeah. would be my dad. I'm like Paige, you're so full of crap. Right? I, it's probably Paige because she's just because she's polished. Shelby was homeschooled through high school. Paige was in a lot of theater and won a lot of awards for music, but they both have great pitch and good 
that they sing a two-part national anthem that'll make you cry. Yeah. Oh, and it's unbelievable. Listen, and, and they're my kids, so I can say this. I'm proud that my kids are on the dean's list in college, are in the, you know, up in the rankings in college rodeo and can fly to the PBR finals and sing the national anthem. So if I'm not supposed to brag, if you can't brag on your own kids, who can you brag on? And I'm right. proud of them. Absolutely. And they're funny on your show. I always go back and listen to their interviews and I giggle. They're funny. Oh, they're, they're hilarious. Like, I, 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 we're online, so I can say they're such smart asses. Yeah. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they give each other a hard time without yeah. trying to do it. You know, it's just, they're just great. But that there yeah. was a great picture, and I can't remember who took it, but it was on right after the they sang in Billings. And mm-hmm. seriously, um, Shelby looked scared, and Paige looked just pissed. Yeah, I think that might have been one I, I posted. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Like, just the anger. Yeah. It was awesome. And then... Well, and, and then Paige was, you know, Paige called out Shelby's eye, and then Shelby was was too nice and wouldn't give me anything. And lazy eye, yeah. yeah that Shelby has a lazy eye. <laughs> and then you were trying to get, yeah, she was born blinkers. It's it's weird. It's not a true lazy eye, but that was really nice of Paige to say that. So when you asked something about Paige, this isn't mean, but I told Shelby afterwards, this is what she would have pointed out that it's actually a compliment. Paige is very, very, very left-handed. And she rope, She had to learn to rope right-handed. And her biggest event that she's a contender for a national title, goat tying. You, She started and was tying left-handed. So what happens is the goat is thrown on its other side and tied differently. Now, you can do it just as well left-handed, but here's the deal. The animal, the goat itself has been tied the same exact way by however many girls. So what happens is it feels different to them when they're tied by a lefty and they tend to kick different. Mm. So Paige learned how to tie right-handed. She's as lefty as you get, like right to left-handed, does everything left-handed. But every rodeo event, she has learned to do right-handed. That is pretty awesome. But she's like Phil Mickelson. Exactly. Yeah, Phil's right-handed, but golf's left. Right. Yes. That yes. Yeah. Page yeah. is Page is is rodeos. Phil Mickelson. Yeah. Exactly. Kind of the opposite. Yeah. yeah. It's, so yeah, it just does them more good to learn everything right-handed, and wow. but everything else in her life is left-handed. That is. Awesome. Except the way she leans politically, it's not left at all. Not at all. <laughs> that, those my girls are very active politically in voting, especially Page and. They've, I'm proud of them for that, whichever direction. But to be in college and still have your own thought at that college level, I'm proud of them. For that. Absolutely. No doubt. Yeah. So that'll be Friday night they're going to sing. Friday night. Yeah, I don't know if CBS will take that and put it on TV. Ever. I have not told the girls that once in a while CBS puts it on national television. Oh. But I just talked to my boss and he thinks maybe not on Friday. Oh, so. boo. But it's no. not on, it's on, isn't it on, is it on CBS or CBS Sports Network? Well, probably CBS Sports Network. And also streaming on RidePass, our streaming network. On well, you, so we can watch it on RidePass for sure. Sure. Yeah, I would think so. Okay. Well, which you do you want us to go watch? I mean, do you want us to watch? Well, what I'd want you to do is watch the full opening on RidePass and then switch over to CBS Sports Network. Okay. For the. How'd I do there? That was pretty good. I like yeah, that. I mean, I, how much stuff have we talked about today? 
a lot. We've covered it. No, it's, yeah. it's, and that's usually that's why I just set aside the entire hour for you because that's it's right. it's your show. Um, you know, my uncle lives in the Dallas area, and he just bought himself uh, a new bass boat. So if you have time Saturday or something, you just go out and do some fishing with Lloyd. Well, well, Lloyd, who we were college friends, of course, the great blonde curly mullet that he has, right? Right. Styled yeah. perm. I well, had the same thing. It was a styled perm. Well, right, right. Um, I will say that if you're thinking of watching Ride Pass, you can catch me every day. It will be 11 o'clock Mountain Time, noon in Dallas. I do my little stage show, a little toned-down version of the Outside the Barrel NFR show, but still Bull Riders as guests every day at noon out in the fan zone. So I got to do that every day. Too. You can get up at like no four, go, five, go fishing for a couple hours, and then go do your show. Yeah, you've been yeah, doing it long well, enough to where you're I'll, professional, and you've got people doing all the work for you. All you do yeah, is show up and talk. Maybe, maybe getting up, I'll either get up at 4 in the morning and do that or slam my privates in the car door. I don't know. I can't decide. <laughs> it sounds better. <laughs> oh, That's a big decision. That is, <laughs> well, this might be a small decision, uh, depending on which <laughs> one you're uh, uh, Oh, uh, hold on. Do I get... Um, yeah, it's good. Nice yeah, work. Yeah, you like that? I know the soundboard you have. I have a similar. Oh, do you? Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got the crickets somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to use that as much as you do. Wow. <laughs> now we're rolling. Yeah. Yeah. But um, anyway, I do want to. I do want to say, um, Justin McBride on my podcast, according to Flint, uh, comes out Thursday. That's a good one. Are you going to be live tomorrow live. from your hotel room? Um, I'm going to try. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure what my schedule is, but I'm going to try to pop on for 20 minutes, half hour or so okay. uh, for my Facebook live tomorrow night. So yeah, but definitely we'll Thursday, YouTube, according to Flint, Facebook as well. Um, I'm checking um, in, like I said, I'm checking into a couple other of. Uh, hey, and my last, I should say this too, since this is Montana, my last podcast, that is now actually just available on YouTube. You can just go in and type according to Flint. This is with Dan Mortensen, Ooh, uh, Montana legend. And he really loosens up and opens up about some rodeo things for an hour or so. Well worth Put it in while you're driving or go watch it on YouTube on your laptop. That's well worth it. Really, Dan and I were in school. He was a year behind me in school. A lot of great stories there. And he, he tells a lot of stories about me, actually. And it's pretty fun. So those are... Those are some fun podcasts. Let's see. So you've had Ty Murray, Sean Gleason, Dan Mortensen, yeah. Justin McBride. Dan who, Mortensen, who else? Justin McBride. Uh, the other ones have been, I had Rick Sutcliffe. Oh, that's right. On. Yeah. Uh, we're going to mix a few of those in. Right now we're sticking to Cowboys because of the time of year. I've had Rick Sutcliffe, Chancey Williams, uh, the country singer from Wyoming, mm-hmm. Mark Wills, country mm-hmm. music superstar. Yep. So we've mixed it up. We've had some fun ones. Yeah. Uh, ran into Mark Wills one time in Nashville when I was down there for the mm-hmm. country radio seminar. Um, yeah. Had some uh, had some beverages with him and his people. That was a fun time. Great. Um, Great. Well, he, he and I are good friends. I've become good friends over the years. So Gary Allen guy. bought me a beer. Um, Gary Allen's mom is a big fan of mine. Really? Which, in turn, I have been around Gary a little bit and gone to some concerts. Yeah. So yeah. I was in this was a this was a radio like people party and they had like Leanne Womack was in there and Sons had of the Desert. Leanne Womack 
Leanne Womack and Randy Bernard one time Ooh, at dinner. Nice. Look at me. I I, I, that's I all I got. I know. No, I know. Me, well, me too. So, so I'm standing though in this, it's like this three bedroom suite of a hotel and I'm standing and talking to Gary Allen and I put my beer down and it's empty. And he said, do you need another? And I said, yeah, I'll go. He goes, dude, I make more money than you. I can buy it. I'm like, well, <laughs> fair. Good point. Fact. Very yeah. much. Yeah. Because <laughs> yes, this was 2002. So yeah, he was really popular then too. Really rolling. Yeah. yeah. He did a, one of his videos, uh, get off on the pain was the name of the song. Yep. And the video, uh, cause he did some work for us. We use that as an opening video song and he, the official music video, look it up sometime is filmed at PBR in Pueblo, Colorado. Guillermo Marchi is kind of the star of the video. Mm. Something to look at. Nice. Yeah. Um, that was also the same trip that um, Sarah Evans told me I looked fine. Not like, as fine what as did, her. How'd you lead into that? Did you say, God, do I look like crap? And she said, no, you look fine. No, Is she, that what it she, was, no, or? no, she was, she was getting ready for the, cause in the, there's one whole day where they do all these artists do all the interviews. So it's like morning is television radio in the afternoons. And so she's getting ready for a TV interview and she walked by, she's getting her makeup done. I walked by and I was just like standing there in awe of Sarah Evans. Cause she's moderately attractive. If you've ever seen moderate. her moderately. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the makeup artist said, are you next? And I said, no, not unless you think I need some. And Sarah Evans turned and looked and said, no, you look fine. And I'm yeah. like, almost. I mean, she practically asked you out. Right. I mean, what? I mean, she what almost proposed right there. <laughs> Completely. I can understand your. <laughs> your yeah. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Daryl Worley and um, who's the other tall dude? There was two tall dudes. We were in the bathroom, and I went. I yeah. saw these two guys it's that are. Right. Well, everybody's tall. Daryl Worley is a very good friend of mine. Daryl, I did a carpool karaoke with him one time for a deal. Uh, One of these days, I'm going to bring up a name that you don't know. I know you got to go, but well, no, I don't. I don't. I got to tell you, Mike, being in the in the bathroom with tall people, deal. I step up the urinal, in walks, and it took me a minute. No kidding. The chief Robert Parrish, retired member for the Boston Celtics. Wow. I just want to say, uh, I don't know how to put this on your show. Intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> Seven foot Robert okay. Parrish beside in the urinal beside me. Okay. I just kind of, I got to get going. <laughs> well, see, I told, I told the guys when I walked into the, to the bathroom that um, I would use the smaller urinal because the, you know, they have the ones for like short people yeah, and then, or kids. Sure. And then um, Johnny Macklin, who played for Montana state, um, he played in a three-on-three basketball tournament with my dad, Walker and Sons Custom Hang in Clyde Park in the early 80s. And I was in the locker room because I was like the team you know, manager at six or seven. And yeah, yeah Johnny Macklin walked out of the shower and I was, I was, um, it, yeah. It, it, uh, you well, Daryl Worley is like 6'6". Six, six. He had a yeah, basketball scholarship and then hurt his back or something. That was his. Okay, what's your favorite Daryl Worley song? Uh, I Miss My Friend. Thank you. That's exactly what I was going to say. Hands down. He knows that. That you video, know, I mean, unbelievable. I miss the look. Okay, do you know that the day that they, uh, the day 
that they filmed the video to I Miss My Friend. And the point of it is the wife's sitting there watching TV and he's actually dead. He's, right. And they're crying watching a video. So they had to cry in the video. The day they filmed that video, they found out that morning that Waylon Jennings had died. Ooh. And Daryl kind of was close with Waylon Jennings. So when they had to dig deep for emotion and cry that day, that was their go-to that's what had happened that helped him with the emotion of that video. Wow. So, I miss the look of surrender in your eyes, the way your soft brown hair. Well, yeah, yep. that's a great song. Oh, great song. Uh, speaking there of Waylon Jennings' sap. death. A favorite song, I'm all love song. Completely. I'm sappy. Yeah. yeah well, me too. Um, I was actually on the air in Great Falls Live. Our consultant called us from Nashville and said, Waylon Jennings just died. Nobody knows this yet. You need to, play 12 in a row of nothing but Waylon. And I'm like, okay, that was a tough day. Yeah, yeah. that was, so there you go. That Daryl told me that story. So wow. that's an interesting that you asked about that song. I, oh, I love that song. Um, yeah. It, that has might, lots yeah. Of, it reminds yeah. me of Heather's wall from Ty Herndon. Remember that one? Uh, maybe a little bit. Okay, you'll have to go listen to it. Oh, Look at Heather's problem. wall, Ty Herndon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I miss my friend. It makes me cry. Oh, so, yeah. No, I'm going to listen to it now after I hang up. I'm going well, to have a moment. Don't cry, on, you know. <laughs> well, Don't worry. I'm here alone, just like always. Don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> oh, hey, my dad wants to know, do you speak at graduations? Oh, yes, you I do. Gotta, I have to. Uh, he's at Grass Range. Yeah. Yeah, he texted me, and I got to get back to him. I was waiting to get a PBR schedule. Could okay. you tell him that for me? I do a lot of graduation. He's listening did, right now, so. Oh, okay. The year has been uh, – Dwayne, yes. right? Yes. Yeah, Dwayne, the year has been so up in the air. I kind of had to see what our PBR schedule is going to do. I'm very interested in speaking at Grass Range, home of the Rangers. It would be an easy drive from here in Billings. It would Right be. up through Roundup. There you go. So, yeah, see, because um, he left Levina and went to Grass Range. Oh, well, who wouldn't? <laughs> the Broadview, Levina, greater metropolitan area. <laughs> yeah. Well, now it's the win at Grass Range, Metro. Now it's the win at Roy, Grass Range. Uh, what else? Winifred, greater metropolitan area. Okay. Uh, Winifred's mascot when they were still around. Red Raiders. Okay. Whitewater. The Penguin. Nice. You know all these, don't you? Well, there's a, I, I, I can, you can get me on some of those, but yeah. No. Um, Kremlin Guilford. The KG was the Cougars, K-O-U-G-A-R. Yeah. Uh, Blue yeah. Sky. Blue Sky was, oh, they're a bird. It's a bird. The, uh, Blue Sky, is it the Eagles? I don't know. No, it's not the Big Sky Eagles. Blue Sky was Rudyard Hingham, so. I've lost a lot of them because they've they've, they've all combined. Joplin Inverness, that was another one. The JI Rams, I believe, and now it's the Chester Coyotes and them are the some weird. CJ is it Chester Joplin Inverness, right? The CJI Bluehawks, yeah, like yeah. But, yeah. Uh, Turner Tornadoes, the Turner Tornadoes, the yeah. uh, all of those, the Nashua Porcupines. There's a lot of them. Yeah. Seiko Panthers. My friend Barry Malone has been at Seiko for 20-some years. My there dad you. worked at Seiko with Barry for a couple of years. 
Yeah, we were roommates in college. That's, yes, I, I've heard that story from my dad. <laughs> Look at us. I know. Uh, all kinds. Okay. You want me to let you go cry now, or do you want to? I'm going to go listen to Daryl Worley and cry in my. I don't have a beer even. I could if I wanted. Well, you have Pendleton, so you're okay. Um, Yeah, uh, Pendleton, the official beverage of outside the barrel at the NFR. Okay. By the way, better song. I miss my friend or Daryl Singletary. I let her lie. Oh my God, Daryl, another good friend we lost. Okay, let's do this. Daryl Worley, I miss my friend. Daryl Singletary, I let her lie. Or Mark Wills, wish you were here. Ooh. Oh. Now. I know. I'm going, I, I let her lie has that little catchy thing at the end where she kept lying to him. Yep, yep. Come home 6 a.m., tell me she'd been out with friends. I let her lie. Then when he leaves, she was there in, her, in their double bed. Yep. And yeah. I took off, and I just let her lie, like let her lie there. Could so you ever that play on words. Could you ever get no. that deep with your voice? No. Daryl Worley is – Daryl Worley and Daryl Single – Daryl Singletary, one of the greatest classic voices yes. in all of country music. Yes. Yeah. He was yeah. probably um, 20 years behind his time because he would have fit in perfect with, like, John Conley and Earl Thomas Conley and those guys. Yeah, yeah. and he had hits. And, you know, people yeah. always equate being on the radio with still being successful. But we're talking about three guys, three very good friends of mine, just to say. Daryl passed away a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Those three guys no longer really have any big hits on the radio. However, there's a difference between a lot of people equate being on the radio with being successful in the music business. The radio business is just kind of slimy and yeah. it's hard to get hits. And there's a lot, there is some corruption in getting hits on the radio and what's selling at the time. But those three guys are perfect examples of still, and even though Daryl's gone, still successful in the music business without actually having new hits on the radio. Yep. They tour, they play venues. They're out there. That's success in the music business. Well, and you could go the- any of those those guys from the late '80s to the '90s. You know, uh, uh, Tracy Bird, um, yep. who was I love Tracy Bird. He's another one Tracy of the great Bird, classic voices. And he kind of walked away from it. Mark and Chestnut. And now he's going to some some deals. Mark Chestnut. That's right. Tracy Bird, another good guy. Um, hey, go, you can go back farther than that. I'll tell you a guy I'm good friends with. T.G. Shepherd. Ooh. And we've, for some reason, become friends through him coming. He because he came to some PBRs with Mo Bandy, who's another good friend. And I mean, it just is this circle. I uh, honestly, and I know I say, "Oh, I'm good friends with them," which I am, and it's all because of this life that I've had the opportunity yes. to be in. And you know this about me, Jason. I'm people might disagree. I'm no different than I was in Shoto, Montana. It's 1,600 people, 38 people in my class. I've just taken something I'm good at and been able to be in this life that's a lot of good experiences. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, there's, there's things, negatives that come along with it. There's no handbook being from a town of 1,600 people that all of a sudden being in Cowboy Stadium and people, 
clawing at you and wanting things from you. And sometimes I, and I've screwed a lot of things up, which has to do with my family situation, but it has provided my kids with some neat things and me with some neat things. And I'm proud to have gone this far. In it. Well, and now you're a regular on the Jason Walker show. I mean, not everybody yeah, can well, say that. Well, I didn't want to say that. I didn't want to say that. <laughs> Next time you're on, I want to talk music. Okay, let's do that. Because yeah. I have a, you know, because I was a DJ in the 90s and at Cat Country in Bozeman. To me, it's still the best radio station ever. Um, yeah. Although the Cat in Billings was good. But now today, I don't like today's music. I just don't. Yeah, I have. A, there's a few in there that have bled in that are, are really good. Um, I, by the way, uh, when the music video for, uh, you know, Chancey Williams and the Younger Brothers Band redid Meet Me in Montana. Oh, yeah. In the Brook Lackett on their latest album, I am in the video I when it that. comes out soon, very soon. Was he the dude that who, okay, so your brother was doing some announcing at, uh, with the Sankeys at the drive-in rodeos this summer, Will, and they mm-hmm. had a guy from Cody, Wyoming, come up and sing, and he was really good. But I can't remember his it name. It wasn't Tris Munsick, was it? I don't know. I don't know who they brought It was just up. a one-man dude. Was, he just Him and his uh, guitar. Could have been Tris. It was not It was not Chancy. Okay. But um, anyway, look, look them up. They have their most recent album, Third Street. Uh, the next video they're going to cut is a song called College. And it, him and Kevin Fowler recorded it. They're soon going to shoot the video for that in the football stadium at Wyoming at Laramie. And great, great, great song. They have Rodeo Cold Beer, uh, Meet Me in Montana, Fastest Gun in Town, and they have they did a song called The World Beans More Cowboys. So that's some good music to check out, good country cowboy music. I will check that out because I would. Yeah. So, yeah, because maybe I'll just put them on my show. Yeah, you should. I can Actually, make, make dreams happen. great and he was one of my podcasts. Great, great guy. We're good friends. And I mean, truly. Not just <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the, the fact that I get to talk to you college. and you're, you're oh, yeah. just good friends with all of these people. And then I say, you're a friend of my show. And you know, so mm-hmm. then that fits, that fits. We'd all come circle. That's right. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate the way you treat me and my, and my girls. Too. Well, they're easy to chat with, and I just—I've told you this before, and I've told them that I just—aside from my own kids, I don't think I love two girls any more than them. Like they're like my yeah, little—they're like my little girls, and I have to protect them. Well, good. I appreciate that because a lot of days I really don't like them that much. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, someday yeah. I'll have to uh, trade—you know—yours and mine. No, so I, my oldest is at Auburn. She's a grad student down at Auburn. Um, in family and sexual therapy. Wow. Yeah. And then Bob is, um, military. military. Yeah. He's, he's still in Fort Riley, Kansas, but he's supposed to ship out in March, which is kind of scary. So. Yeah. He'll be okay. Good for him. Yeah. No, it's great. I'm super proud of him. He'll be home at Christmas. Um, which is awesome. So looking forward to that. Good. I wish he was home in January. We didn't even talk. Well, we, so we don't get to talk because you got PBR and Billings in January. Yeah, I know. I, nobody asked me about I mean, I've only been in the PBR for about 25 years, and nobody really says, hey, what do you think about scheduling Billings in January for PBR? Nobody ever says that. So It's actually, okay, I, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm not a fan because no, the roads are going to be crappy. 
But what it well, does do is it gives us you got the circuit finals for PRCA for Montana probably the weekend before. If it happens. If yeah. it happens in Great Falls, and then we get the PBR in January in Billings. So on that yeah. aspect, see, I'm trying to find the positives here. Yeah, we were just there. Uh, I think the PBR, honestly, with the people that make those decisions in an office, um, I think they're thinking, oh, we'll go to Montana in January. It'll be wide open. It's under the assumption these rural states are free-for-all wide open with the COVID, and that is not how no. it is in Montana. Um, no, and if the Chase Hawks rough stock rodeo happens the end of December, that's pushing really close to, I, I don't know. I, like I said, nobody asked me, but we'll make the most of whatever we get thrown at. Well, we're looking forward to it. No matter what, we'll have you on uh, all four nights on CBS sports network. Uh, yes. CBS sports network live, which will be, I, I believe that's it's seven o'clock here. I think we are in eight o'clock start in Texas till 7 o'clock here. I believe. Check your local listings. Live, 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 as we say, live, live on CBS Sports Network every night this week. And then Sunday afternoon, right? Or Sunday night. And then Sunday afternoon at, I believe it's a 3 o'clock start mountain time. Just check your your guide. Ride Pass and CBS Sports Network. Friday night, the girls are going to sing the anthem, which is awesome. That's right. And the angry one and and the scared one. Exactly. Hey, hey, I got it. Shelby said that day. He said, "You know, I could have just stood there and let Paige sing the whole thing, and maybe just play the triangle." That was her answer. (laughs) Oh well, they sound great together, and I know you're a proud daddy, and uh, I'm proud of you for uh, this season, man. It's been fun to uh, chat all season and enjoy the finals. I appreciate it. It's been a grind, and we're proud to have finished it. Well, you guys did it the right way. We'll talk to you soon, my friend. Thanks, Jason. Always appreciate the fun. Thanks, buddy. Yep, that's Flint Rasmussen joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He is uh, the best. Nobody does it better than Flint Rasmussen. And uh, just like to just turn him loose and let him go. You never know where our conversations are going to flow, and that's why. It's fun. Um, our segments are brought to you by... Rockers Furniture and Mark LaRoe Photography, and uh, we appreciate that. Let's do. We already did our auto contest performance of the week. If you missed that, we gave it to an entire football game. Shelby Park City, eighty-seven sixty-eight. Shelby won. Cameron Bruzvin had seven touchdowns, and which was really good. So that's our auto contest performance of the week. The entire football game, both teams, Shelby and Park City. Uh, today's November 9th. It is uh, New Louisiana Day. Yesterday, by the way, happy birthday to Montana, 131 years old. Uh, let's see. Bob Gibson was born on this date in 1935. We just lost him what, last month, uh, two months ago. Lou Ferrigno, the Incredible Hulk, 1951. Uh, KTVQ Channel 2 in Billings debuted on this date in 1953. So there is uh, is that. All right, let's uh, do this quick. The wife just got home with the little one, so here we go. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Walk-off is brought to you by Cafe Zydeco. And uh, we appreciate uh, all of our fantastic sponsors in, on the Jason Walker Show. Uh, tomorrow, Jordan Hansen will join us, I believe. Uh, but I do want to do the, the walk-off. Alex Trebek passed away over the weekend. Um, two-year cancer battle, and uh, the host of Jeopardy 
when people think of Jeopardy, and he wasn't the original host, but when people think of Jeopardy, it's Alex Trebek. Who will replace him? Um, his new or new episodes will run through Christmas Day. He got done taping October 29th. They taped enough to get through Christmas Day, and we'll have Alex on our screens until then. Who replaces him? Who knows? But uh, Alex Trebek, nobody did it better. Thanks to Flynn Rasmussen for joining us. It's going to be a great week this week. And um, I think tomorrow we're going to have some words for Anderson Cooper. Yeah, that Anderson Cooper. Just remember to anger a conservative, you lie to him. To anger a liberal, you tell him the truth. That's from Teddy Roosevelt. Think about that. Tomorrow, Jordan Hansen. We'll talk some football playoffs and more. Jason Walker Show. We'll see you at four. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.